This week's episode of Tax Season is brought to you by Bevel. November's around the corner. December is around the corner. Be respectful. Send some good blades out to your family. Show up to the Thanksgiving table. Well, other than um, fruit pie, that's only if you're white. But um, if you're black, you know, show up with some sweet potato or, or preferably pumpkin. I like pumpkin. You know, my people from Honduras and we also eat yuca cake. But, um, you know, show up with some bevel blades for the old men in your family that have been disrespecting their beds for so many years using all those razors. That's not really real righteous. You know what I mean? And go to getbevel.com. Um, slash taxis and to get your first month off. Be safe though. Say hello to the bad guy taxis and we roll the draw out of optimals like Biggie said. Well, OG Kush, of course, but you know what I mean. Um, make sure y'all go to taxisalive.com and y'all get your tickets to, um, District of Columbia, the Op Theater. I'm doing Taxis Alive out there. Couple people popping up, couple locals that's official holding down their city. So make sure you come through. Um, what else we got going on? The Meek Mill interview is coming up next. Thank, thank him for giving me that interview. That was definitely a good look due to all the shit I done talked about Meek and you know, a whole bunch of other rappers I'm always appreciative when a person still want to speak to me and they understand that it's not coming from a loss in this place um, so thank you to uh, Meek man and everybody else and we just roll and dry the optimals meet me in D.C. though um, on the 15th be safe though but yeah we're in Atlanta right now riding in the rave stars in the roof um this was definitely a different interview for me even being in the race with Meek Mill riding through Atlanta. It's a different interview having Meek Mill on the text still in the interview. Exactly, exactly. Um, I told somebody, I was like, yo, I'm going to do an um, interview with Meek right now. I'm in Atlanta. And he was like, with Meek, what? I thought you and Meek had beef. It ain't beef till nobody get hurt, man. That's why everybody be getting a lot of shit confused at. With uh, a lot of that internet and, and talking shit, you know what I'm saying? Things always could go to, on another level with anybody in the world. But you know, if when you get to that point where you like, it's a nigga I ain't even know. And you know, I, it's a person I did want to meet, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure I'm a person you want to meet. We actually were saying things about each other, so you know, it's only one thing to do is just talk like men and breeze by. Ain't nobody losing nobody, ain't nobody bleed. Exactly. What's the point? And that's what I be uh, basically trying to get to these young ones nowadays. I guess I don't, I don't, you know, I, I be on the internet, but I be on my shit. When I'm posting shit and doing what I'm doing, I'm doing what I want to do. I ain't really looking at everybody's shit or what everybody doing because I ain't really trying to like, how can I say it? Hold on. I ain't really trying to like be nobody new on the internet. I'm trying to be myself. I tell, I fuck with all the little young and up and cupping rappers out the street. I tell them I'm myself. I, uh, I was me all this time. I've been in this shit. You know what I mean? Allegedly, you see people come to interviews when they speak on me. Meek Mill, I've been on since 2003. I've been untouched. Let's let's start from the beginning. Who was who was Meek Mill? 14 years old, right? Uh, Meek Mill was a probably 14 year old. I was uh. Riding a pedal bike. I think when I turned 15, when I hit South Philly and then hit the streets, I was willing to pedal bikes. So a little 14-year-old in the hood, you know what I'm saying? I be acting like myself, so everything, motherfuckers, that shit can't really hit me mentally, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of it ain't some shit I don't understand. It ain't meant for me to understand that we come from a different world, doing different type of things. At 14, I was a kid. 
14-year-old kid. I wasn't Rambo. I wasn't no gorilla. I wasn't even trapping yet. I started trapping like 15, going into 16. When your love for hip-hop started? Since I was a little kid, I've been listening to hip-hop like my whole life, basically. Uh, first CD, Hard Knock Life, Jay-Z, Volume 3, you know what I mean? So that just took me off from there. Let's go to Meek Mail with the braids, battle rapping. Yeah. Annihilating shit. Yeah. Nigga. Yeah. Uh, and basically, 18 is lit at this point, you know what I mean? I'm in the streets, uh, graduated, you know what I mean? Start running around, moving around in the streets. A lot of bad things, and, you know, I was, I had a dream to make it to this point so I could be in a rape, so, you know, I wasn't ever really playing myself, making stupid-ass decisions and doing no brazen shit. On no wild nigga shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, always was a hustler first. You know what I mean? I was taking rap serious. Actually, I, I told a story before I got demolished in the battle, and I started taking rap serious from there on out. You know what I mean? By the time I got 18, when I got my head together, like, I got to find something to do. This was what I was doing, you know, I happened to be good at it because I was practicing a lot. Let's get to Meek Mill around the point where you're about to get your deal. When I'm about to get my deal, basically. Which record started that? Uh, Make Him Say, we started off with Make Him Say. I think In My Bag was the first radio song I got, but Make Him Say was like, I started seeing my shit on the Billboard charts at the time from the streets, you know what I mean? I'm still in the street, I'm famous, ain't really got no money. The whole hood fucking with me from Northwest, South, uh, Frankfurt, Germantown, the whole city fucking with me. Uh, at this time, I was cased up, so I was in and out the county. So, like, everybody from the streets was, like, niggas I know. So once I started dropping shit, I was taking it serious. Niggas could verify. They could feel me. You know what I'm saying? They could see. I'm not saying I um, never said I was John Gotti. I never said I was on this super mafia-type level. But, you know, yeah. official is official, and there's only one way to do it. You got to earn your way to official. You can't rap about it. You can't rap into it all. You can't look into it. You know, nowadays, they got Instagram. Where bitches get tricked easy nowadays, you know what I mean? Uh, she'll run into a nigga here, be a baller on Instagram, living in my basement, you know how that shit goes. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. Instagram. Yeah. You just deleted your Instagram. Yeah. Niggas called me about that. I was like, I was befuddled, as me and Nori say. Like, I was sitting there like, why didn't nigga call me? Then I had to realize, I was like, me deleted his Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what triggered that? Uh, I just cut my shit off for a minute. I be, uh, you know, I be on that shit too much. You know what I mean? I got a lot of things going on in real life. And, you know, now, uh, since all that funny shit been going on the internet, you know, we call this the circus. And I stepped out the circus, period. When I do get back up on it, I'm going to be selling something. I'm going to continue to motivate young niggas, but cut that shit off for a minute. You know what I mean? I don't make our life. That basically was my tool. The way I use Instagram, it was... That was my tool to show young niggas, this is the clipboard, this is the jet, this ain't no Glock 40 with a Stendo. No, this the jet. No, my man Rose, he got a boat. Check this out, this that. This nigga house big as a mall. This the rave, so I can show niggas, though, if you show them, it's obtainable instead of when I was in the hood, niggas showing us Glocks all day. That's a HK, that's a Stendo, that's a shotgun. You know what I mean? Nobody, that's all we seen was drugs and guns, so that's all we wanted. We thought that was the end of the world. So, you know, I think these low, this material shit, but I think the material shit is enough to catch these young boys' eyes and make them focus on something else instead of killing and going to jail all day. 
But you know, I was one of the I was one of the Meek Mill fans, one of the advocates that was like, "Yo, all Meek Mill talk about this is Rolls Royce and his Rolex." Yeah, that should be for real. This shit is. I don't even know on it. If I say rape ten times, I mean I was up in the rape like as far as rapping. Mm-hmm. And let me take you back to let's start with the Rollies. As far as Rollies in my hood, mm-hmm. when niggas was rocking Brightlands with the iced out bands and all that, we was rocking Prezzies in Philly. I'm all my old my managers and shit, niggas fell cool them. You see them in Throwback Thursdays, they gonna have them on Rollies. That was like the Philly thing when you get money. This your trophy right here. And basically, we we, we, we treat it like it's a trophy. It's almost like saying fucking Future and Thug and I'm all, all, always talking about lean or pills. That's what they fucking, that's their life. Yeah. Understand that. I know niggas that do the same thing, yeah. You know what I mean? They they feel that shit when they talk about it. I got young niggas that may have a rollie on, and when I'm saying that shit, they want to they wanna connect. You don't feel like you got, you, you don't feel like you got too rich for everybody too fast? No, cause I, you got rich fast. I didn't get rich fast though. I was popping in Philly since 2011. This yeah, two- but I'm talking about on a on a national scale of of recognition of people knowing you. You know what I mean? Like a lot of niggas. Like Philly is a city where if you good at rapping, you know what I mean. You just good at rapping. You know now, I mean, you gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, you could be lit in your city. You know what I mean? But yeah. You might not make it past that. You know what I mean? You a motherfucker that surpassed all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Made it. To higher levels, you know what I mean, in the media, in tabloids, all types of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But if from arrest, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if niggas pay attention, if you're a Meek Mill fan and you go back and really watch, you see me when I'm 13 on the DVD. Then basically it's 14, 15. So my real fan base, to my real fan base, they know this shit was a, it's a long time. Even like I got Tory Lanez on DC4. I got a song with Tory Lanez from 10 years ago. He was just a young nigga from Toronto. I heard his shit. He was hot. He heard my shit. I was buzzing in Philly. And then, you know, it was it was a point where I started getting 10000 a show. I, was, I ain't no Ross yet. I started getting 10000 a show. So, basically, I was, like, building, building myself up like an Empire State Building. I know Townhouse. Basically, so everybody from, I don't even say Philly, Baltimore, D.C., uh, Philly, New Jersey, Everything around that in that tri-state area, niggas was on it. It was crossing over to New York. All the young niggas in New York know about it. Like Don Q and them age. Anytime I run into like the new rappers, they age, mm-hmm. they always be like, "Yeah, I seen you basically grow up through this shit." Yeah. Nah, I think that's why a lot of niggas in New York, like you know, I always joke on you and say certain shit. You know what I mean? And I like to do that shit to provoke thought and just see what people think about other people. Yeah. And I do it with everybody. You know what I mean? But people be thinking I'm attacking them and shit, right? And the kids, the niggas in Brooklyn do not play when it come to Meek Mill. Like, and that's serious. Like, I see the girls saying it. Like, yeah. all you Brooklyn niggas care about is Meek Mill, <laughs> A Boogie, and, and Live, and yeah. 2K, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ask a nigga, when next time a nigga talk to Bobby Smurda and Rowdy on the phone, yeah. I'm the first nigga to bring a young Brooklyn nigga on stage. I ain't even know them niggas. They look like some young niggas. They wanted to be, like, they was hungry. He hit me a CD like, I'm going to see you at the top. Matter of fact, go ahead. I seen this shit on Instagram early. Go ahead, drop that shit in the club. Nobody wasn't hip yet. They was kind of hip through the little Vine shit I think it was going on at the time. And you know, 
of course, Bobby is Bobby. He was going to be Bobby regardless, but I'm one of the first niggas that be reaching down to the young niggas. Yeah, I remember that. Brooklyn. Clearly. I really know niggas from Brooklyn, the right people to know. I come through. I ain't been in Brooklyn. I've probably been in Brooklyn like twice on some dirt bike type shit. But every time any city I'm at, I'm coming through, I'm pulling up and, and really alley-ooping niggas. I don't give a fuck. I don't judge people off of your status. That's what's basically going on in the industry right now. I could... I could set in around some Brooklyn niggas. I basically, when I'm in Atlanta, I'm around a bunch of Brooklyn niggas. And you know, they Brooklyn niggas ain't never been no game. Yeah, Brooklyn niggas is um, is, is cool people, man. Cool, serious people. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And it, it basically be like the people I align myself with, the people I be around on daily, these niggas wouldn't even be able to be around them niggas. Niggas be robbing them, doing all types of shit. But this is my company, and these are the niggas I'm connecting with. And I ain't connecting with them by just spitting no bars. It's something more than that. It's a lot of niggas that not a rat. It's something more that's making the Brooklyn niggas, the niggas that do fuck with me, like, no, look, this what that is. You can't, you can't erase it. And that's why everybody, I think I built like a little cope. I built a little group of haters because, you know, it was a point where I thought I was gonna be like fucked over or something. You know, I'm sitting back. I was actually amazed. Everybody was really. Not not amazed, but I was like shocked that everybody was really do doing this. I had to sit back like, this for real, y'all niggas serious? I'm the nigga that let out the whole city in the club when I'm walking the door. I'm the nigga that when it's some shit popping in your city is an artist popping, casting over. I'm the nigga that's gonna post that shit on my shit with 10 million followers. These niggas ain't gonna post that shit. They looking at niggas like the competition. I'm looking at it like this young niggas coming from the street trying to survive, trying to change their whole family situation. I don't give a fuck if I don't know you. I, I never met Casanova until I was on Ace's stage and I already knew his whole song and I'm not the nigga to stand on the stage and know your whole song but act like I don't know it. That's what rappers do. You know what I'm saying? So it's basically you can't lose that connection from niggas, Perry. I don't give a fuck. This an Empire State Building. Niggas blow the windows out when a hurricane come through, bend it a little bit. But a nigga ain't knocking this motherfucker down. How did you, um, when the whole Drake situation popped off yeah. from the beginning, like, how did it roll out for you? Basically, uh, as far as the internet, the internet was, like, crucial on the internet. Niggas was trying to crucify me on the internet. When I go out to the club, my shit sold out. I'm getting 70,000 walkers. No, I, I noticed so, that. But the I was getting confused, was... though. I was being confused. I'm like, damn, niggas in the street ain't. But when I started, I got off house arrest and was going out, it's bigger than what my walkthroughs used to be. Because Meek Mill coming through. I've been to Atlanta three times. No, this time I kind of Atlanta. The tape was going for 20,000. You talk, like, basically, like, with the promoters and all that shit, the people in this game, they got the biggest clubs across America. I'm, I was still bringing the bag big time, and that's why I was making sure I put it on the internet. Like, whoa, let's not just get this confused. I always was doing this shit for the streets anyway. All this new shit, I was in a. That's a weirdo lane for me, and it's, it's something I enjoy doing because it's our generation now, basically. But it's not really my name. If I was in the street, I'd be hustling. I would be. I'd probably be posting my shit, popping, having a little fun on there. But that's not really niggas from the street world. But we invaded the world, so you gotta take what come with that. And I had to sit back and hit the streets and, damn, it's lit. Oh, what? Everything good. I mean, from, like, the beginning of the, the beef, like, how did it start for you? Where did, what what point was My, it where you had to say something? Where you well, was like... me, I don't think niggas be knowing me. When I be on some shit sometimes, I just be seeing what I really feel. Like, that wasn't mm -hmm. the first time I said that. Right. Like, and 
like me, basically how I felt about it. Yeah, I, I, really, know, I noticed like that me, you, I was, you said it many times before that. Yeah, if anybody was watching my interviews, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't even just go for that person. You know what I'm saying? And we kind of had a relationship. It became to like me talking to somebody on a three-way or a whole bunch of funny shit that I ain't see him since I came home. I probably was home for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Nikki situation, boom. Now I ain't see, I ain't running to you yet. This nigga I'm be hollering at. Every time we at the same places, we missing. Mm-hmm. My shit dropped. He was on my shit. I kind of like really pressed for that verse. And it really came from Trav. Trav was like, yo, cuz, you got to kill all that feeling. This, that, and the third about this nigga and handle business. This ain't, you right. We do need that. And we got that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my shit was coming out like a week later. Nobody, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing from a nigga that'd be like, you on stage, Meek Mill, my brother. Everything was kind of like different. And you know, I had a show in Philly. They was supposed to, he was supposed to come to my show. They said they ain't know about it. Like, this some shit I really, this a, a, a arena with 30,000 people in here. This something you ain't know about, I got it set up. I had this shit set up for four months. The day of, nobody ain't come through, ain't called me, so I'm just backstage looking like a fraud to everybody I told, cause they on the bill, but I didn't announce their name. So yeah. the people from back, niggas that's know what's going on with the show, everybody know this is what it's supposed to be. And the buzz in the street, they know they're supposed to come. Mm-hmm. Like everything, the way niggas was handling me was just different. If you handle me with different with no regard, I don't really show no regard. It ain't really no price for me to pay. Unless it's some serious violence, then you know. There's nothing you can do about that. But that's how I be, even even with Wale. Like, Wale, he, he got peoples, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you saying you acting, you being a certain way, I'm uh, I'm going to say what I feel, and I got to control that. And that's why, that's what come with being famous, when people be trying to say you change and all that shit. If you go look at my Twitter and Instagram and shit, my shit was the most reckless. You know what I'm saying? As soon as I get 10 million followers, Nicki, my, Nicki Minaj, my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? It's... It's, it's a whole group of people viewing me different now. It's a whole new group of people. I think that's viewing. what started a lot of the shit that's going on yeah, with you. Yeah, a lot of them okay. niggas be hating, man. A lot of them niggas, me with the shit, I the first one that said something. But even everybody knows, I could feel it. There wasn't no love there no more. There wasn't no love at all from a lot of niggas. And I ain't a blind man can see that. Michi touched me from jail. You know, they got the tablets, not no cell phone. Mm-hmm. They got the tablets. So a lot of niggas hating because you and that girl, man, I'm telling you, a blind man can see that. He said, I'm in jail and I can see that. Niggas is waking up. <laughs> Even with the powerhouse shit, I mean, the Philly shit, Drake Sean, I wasn't even really tripping off that shit. But if niggas going to be tripping, then this go for anybody in the game, everybody in the, any rapper. You know what I'm saying? Because we be in the streets. How did you feel about that video? Because I seen the video with... Wait, they said they was Meek Mill goons or whatever. And that's my security, show. fat ass. My but man I'm Cook, like, that's my man. He, they don't know these niggas from the streets. They don't, they go on the internet and say like, something. They look funny. That's why I said, I said, why is he at an arena talking about police out there? I was like, of course it's police. You know no, I mean? that's a different type of police, though. Two in <laughs> front of you and two in back of you. That's different. Oh, he had the escort? Yeah. Oh, all right. And when you, I'm, I'm looking at the internet niggas putting point, they, I'm looking at the internet niggas putting feet up and shit with their feet up in the air and all that. You can't. That's like riding through the through the ops block with your in the back of a cop car with your middle finger put up. So basically, it ain't that ain't really my game. I ain't really mad. You've been getting attacked a lot. You think it got something to do? You know what I mean with 
with with your success. You know what I mean? Monetarily, your your girlfriend, your you know what I mean? Like you think it, it all got something to do everything with everything in one, man. When I come through the city, I'm with the niggas. I just thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I'm like motherfucking um uh, Meek been motherfucking um battling for like a couple years now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> with a couple different people. Niggas from Philly, niggas from you know what I mean, um LA. Niggas from Canada. Yeah. When back to back drop, what was your first thought? I, th- I didn't think it was no shit that people was going to be like, you got killed. I thought it was hot. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking it was like no shit that's going. Like when we shoot at niggas, you got to shoot a nigga through the heart. When you wake up in the mirror, you looking in the mirror, you hearing what the nigga told you. That's some shit about yourself that you can't even deal with. That's how we battle when we come from. We don't talk. What was the what was the shot that hit me? Like if, if you thought, if you, if you, from your point of view, what was the shot that hit me? It was, it was more or less for me. It was the beat. It was like a, it was like a, but if you think about pop, pop record, but a diss, you know what I mean? But it was him. But what, but when Nas and Jay Z battling, niggas is hitting at each other. They trying, oh no, definitely. They trying to hit you in your head. Definitely. You know what happened with you? This is what I always wanted to know. Why didn't you respond? Because I wasn't really, I was on tour at this time when all that shit was going on back to back. When I record, I don't really record like that. And I always move at my time. Even like with game, I wasn't even going to make no diss rap about him. O'Malley FaceTime me here in the studio with Beans. They say, come through. I just pulled up. If you notice, I'm on a third verse. I wouldn't have no diss records toward a nigga dissing me. And I'm on a third verse. You and Athletics has been a steady supporter of the Tax Season podcast. You know. They got all the colorways. Go on the site. They just keep coming up with colors. I'm pretty sure somebody's Puerto Rican up there that's doing these colors because they're so odd some of these days. But they matching with a lot of things that's coming out, and I understand. So make sure you go to unathletics.com slash um, tax15 to get 15% off of your UN Athletics. Go go get funky. The holiday's coming around also. You know you got to be clean, beloved. So make sure you be right. All the girls is about to come home from college. So when you bumping into these women and they seeing you, you're not right that's your fault beloved so make sure you go to unathletics.com slash tax 15 to get 15 percent off of your UN athletics and the delivery comes pretty fast man and tell them tax sent you be safe though game said you told sean kingston that he robbed him or he got him robbed i don't talk to sean kingston on the phone nor do i really talk to sean kingston i ain't talked to sean kingston to this incident when i called him man you had my name in that all right, well, let's go on the internet and let them know who name and what. So I don't really be with all the playing games. I was kind of like, it was something with him before. Somebody said, he said, I said something before. And it was basically about nothing. It was basically a girl I was cool with, actually, probably from L.A. She, like, she be running with Suge and I'm back in the day. She was like, yeah, Mickey, you want to get me jump? He told me, I said, Polly, get you jump for what? You be around me. What would I get you jump for? But, you know, when I talked to him, I had a problem about that. And I, don't, I ain't saying he even did that. I don't know if he did, said I said that. Me, I, I feel like that was uh, premeditated. It happened in June, June of 2016. I was in L.A. from June to September. We could have just pulled up and rapped like men, and we could have handled each other however. He felt like I ain't really had no animosity towards him, basically, at that time. Uh, I, I just gave people and put them in front of me and 
give you an opportunity to handle me like however you say you want to handle me. Of course, I ain't letting nobody do to do nothing to me. I thought that was I thought that was like kind of like weak a weak move for us business, and that's what black niggas is niggas from the street. That's why I did this interview too. Like I don't be wanting like my name even involved in all that. I got beef with this person, that person, this, and this shit don't even be about nothing. It don't affect my life. It don't change my life. It don't put no money in my pocket. So I be like trying to come to the table with a lot of shit at some points. Yeah. When it's come, to, when you can bring it to the table. But basically, you know, I was in LA all that time. You could have just brought it to me. You would have pulled up. Even if you thought you was going to handle me, you could have tried to handle me the way. And we could have did that that way. Not go on no stage and say fuck you. And then this record tomorrow, that was premeditated. There was points where we used to be on the phone years ago, three, four years ago. I used to see him do a lot of little shit with his son, like take him to basketball practice. My son was like at one, one at the time. He used to, yeah, I like how you be moving with your kids, this, that, and the third. Like real talking to a person shit. Ain't about no, I need no verse or what's going on in LA of no bitches or nothing. This before I had a girl. I like how you moving with your son and boom, we ain't never really, we've been around each other a lot of times after that. It never was nothing. And then, you know, I woke up to that. First time I watched it, I didn't even think he said my name. I'm like, he probably talking about somebody else. Because last time I seen him, we just was in the club, dapping it up. And you know, they said Sean King is going to beat up when I left the club. Damn. That shit was like a real theatrical beat. I'm not even trying to keep leading these kids on that way, man. I'm 29, man. I'm about to be 30. They keep leading these kids on thinking that all these rappers is brazen and they killers and they murderers and... This, that, and the third. I'm going to tell you one thing about it. I don't think no motherfucking rapper in the game be in the streets the way I be in the streets. I don't think no nigga, and I ain't talking about no young, new niggas that's fresh off the block. Ain't no niggas in the game that be in the streets like I be in the streets. And I Maybe really, you shouldn't, though, my nigga. Yeah, and I, and, and I am. I slowed it down. Fuck the streets. Yeah, of nigga. course, but I'm like, it's, it's, it's not even, it's not a cool point of anything. My grandmom live in the hood. I still be sitting down and talking with my grandmom and... I got to give my grandma 2000 every time I see her. She live in the hood. All my family live in the hood. My mom the only one that live out of the hood. My mom and my sister. My whole family is in the hood, and I don't think that's enough to draw me to the hood. But, you know, Philadelphia is small. Everything is a 15-minute ride. So even if you downtown, you're 10 minutes away from the hood. And, you know, basically, uh, yeah, I don't be wanting to put that in them young boys' heads. Like, all these rappers are just brazen, and they crazy like this and that because that's not really what's going on most of the time when rappers it's a bunch of beef and niggas talking about killing and shooting doing all that they see each other and they talk and that's it people in the street when they got beef people be dying mamas be crying and it be tragic shit going on and I, I came from that i still see that when i go home i still see that when i'm home the last time i just home, i seen my little cousin he stretched shot to the head man down he done you know what i'm saying so when I entertain it, it don't even feel real to, to me entertaining that in front of the kids. But when you jumping out of the, the gate talking about rat, that's yeah, that's you know, big time. Rat snitch. There's certain words that's in the streets that when you hear them, it's like a felony. It's like it's an immediate issue. You yeah. know what I mean? How did you? What was your first instant when you heard them call you a rat? Yeah, like it was an immediate issue. We at them. Mm -hmm. We ain't doing no talking, this, that, and the third. This is this is what I'm on, a rat. 
Come on, you talking to a nigga. You trying to destroy my name. My How name in the street. He shot a video in Brooklyn. And, in Baltimore. And, and, well, not in Philly. He took, like, I guess he went and got a cheesesteak in Philly. Yeah. What was that? What type of move is that, though? Is that, like, OG? Was that... <laughs> Not even being funny. Because if I go through and take a picture nah, on Rodeo funny. Drive, I ain't I ain't taking nothing from Gam on Rodeo Drive. I ain't taking nothing from him on Rodeo Drive. That's downtown. That's the white people neighborhood. You ain't taking nothing from me. Even in the neighborhood, you might be out here. So many niggas don't fuck with me out here. You can shoot a video on 20 blocks. There's a lot of ops in my hood. That's why I'm really... Oh, I be looking at the shit in real life. We in the wraith. In real life, I came from the streets. In real life, my, I'm felonied up. In real life, I caught cases, had 10 codes, been in so many situations with niggas and stood up. In real life, that's who I am. In real life, I be tapping my whole hood on the jet. In real life, I wake up, Nicki Minaj is my lady. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm, and let me stop even saying Nicki Minaj like that in the interview. I don't sound right. But... That's my real life. Ain't nothing wrong with that. that I know, but I, I, yeah, I know. I'm just saying yeah, it as. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, but that's my life. Mm -hmm. I don't really be understanding all that. Meek Mill is unscathed. I've been to prison. I ain't had no entourage with me. It wasn't no guns. Meek Mill was running the block. I'm a top dog on the block. I ain't it's regular shit. I ain't trying to impress these kids in that, in that way because it's not that way. It once was that way, and when it come to protecting yourself, it's going to be that way, but it ain't that way. And when niggas even do that, like, I don't be on that, and I get caught up in that internet shit, like, trying to do it for the people, because I've been in jail, <laughs> and the people, Instagram kept going, Twitter kept going, everything kept going. So how do you feel about being a sequel? I don't feel nothing. I just thought that was, I don't know what that was. Did you once look up to him? Yeah, I looked up rapper? to Benny Siegel my whole life. Like I said, when that shit went down with Drake, I had Meek Mill over with. When they saying I was over with, right? Did they saying that right now? Did you? You know what I gotta ask But you? is they talking in that maybe right now? I heard when I go out or uh, when my niggas out, when DC for a drop? When you over with niggas, I ain't worrying about when that new shit dropped. Mm -hmm. When it was fucked up for Ja Rule, I wasn't worrying about when his shit dropped. I ain't worried about when his shit dropped. Um, we talking about Benny Siegel calling me. He trying to give me 80. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Nah. Something ain't right. That internet ain't telling y'all the truth. What, nigga? So you feel like that whole issue was over the money for the show? Had to be. Had to be. What else could it be over? And then it'd be like, when nigga be like, Meek Mill, he ain't, he ain't this, he ain't that. I'm not saying I'm that. Y'all saying what I'm not. I'm not, I'm just, I'm in the hood on the dirt bike. I got a bust down paddock on, six, seven diamond chain. I heard a nigga say, don't nobody want to rob him. What, what you mean? It's Savageville. Nigga, we got ops. We got niggas that don't fuck with us. We don't fuck with everybody. What you mean? Nobody want to rob me. This niggas out here starving with kids. Think it matter because I'm Meek Mill? But what I'm saying is, it's, if we was in the Wraith in Philly, we'd be in the Wraith in Philly like this. In the jungle where killers don't survive at. Where the niggas that call themselves the hardest niggas, where niggas really in the street don't survive at. I don't even have no business being here. I'm here for a reason and I'm comfortable. 
comfortable. Something going on. Something gotta be. It must be my heart. I must be that thorough. Or what's going on? How can you do this if you you a sucker? You a lame? This Philly, you know, that shit don't go long like that. You get exposed quick out there. Tory Lane said in an um, article that he wrote a song for you. No, he never wrote no song for me. Tory Lane, let me, he probably did a hook for me. A nigga never wrote a song for me in his life. There's no nigga that can ever say they wrote bars for me. I don't even write my own bars. And if you know me from, if you follow me from a, a kid, man, I don't be feeling like niggas spit better than me. I feel like niggas be making better songs than me and got, you know, the new melody wave. Niggas ain't got the reach like I got. You can't, they can't touch the street, touch no chicks, talk no money. And people really believe him and, and really put that shit together and say some shit niggas that's going to make nigga get chill bumps on his arm. That's the type of rapper I am. I'm a nigga, a chill bump nigga. I like listening to niggas shit put chills on y'all. We just looking, listening to Biggie Je- uh, Downfall. Shitty Sam putting chills on my arm because it means something. And I don't be thinking, like I said, I never thought of met a nigga I thought was flyer, iller, realer than me. I don't, what? Niggas make good hooks. Tory Lane, that's my nigga. He, next time he do an interview, he'll probably explain to you, like, no, I ain't write his verse. I made a hook for me. Mm-hmm. And then how this game go, like, since I came in this rap game, like, when we talk, let's talk about writing, too, when we talk about Benny Siegel, when he's saying, uh, he helped so me he write my writing. for you on, on Melly. So, basically, what's the meaning, what's the definition of he wrote for me and old Melly? Like, say the definition in a sentence. Well, shit, I don't know. I mean, you wrote the song, but he said he, at first he said he did a couple bars. Yeah. For um, O'Malley. Um, then I think it might have changed a little bit in another interview. Yeah. Uh, or something. Until he, he said he wrote Yeah Shit and um, O'Malley's. Well, look, say if he lying, how, how bad that would be for hip-hop if he lying? Like seriously, how 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 bad would that be for for the culture? Say if he lying, say if Drake lying too. I mean, game lying too. Mm-hmm. Where's rap at if this is going on? I guess one person saying I told on him. This one nigga said I told him something about my girlfriend. Uh, uh he wrote my raps. Say if they lying. What that mean? That, that, we that them just... fucking niggas. That's what it mean. We them niggas. Mm-hmm. I ain't do nothing to the niggas. I, all I did was get money and ball. And I on the joint, they said, on your downside, you did, this is my downside right here. This is my downside. My level's so up, even when I fall down. This is my downside. Now I'm on my way back up. I jump back on my feet. Now it's time to go. And I always, I keep it 100. When they dropped that shit, when Drake dropped his shit back to back, it wasn't even the rap that got to me. I didn't even think that was like no shit where they hit me crazy. I thought it was some shit. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was some shit. Everybody was fucking with it. But the way I seen niggas from the street reacting that I, that no. Nah, you, you know what? No, it, that's different. Social media, I always tell niggas social media is a gift and a curse. And um, for rappers, a lot for rappers and singers, it, it's a curse a lot because... They start expressing themselves, so they start losing their, you know what I mean, they 
the aura that they usually have around them of being a star, you yeah. know what I mean? So what was happening was that you was letting your emotions get to you sometimes. Yeah, I just you'll was jump talking. out and be like, yo, you know what? And you'll know it's that immediate reaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. And you ain't get a chance And to that's new to the lifestyle. All that me when you got a button to talk to the world, I never... Mm-hmm. If they hear me talking behind closed scenes, I... Everybody I, I felt like I felt like when back to back dropped, yeah. I felt like you knew that the impact was strong because almost thirty minutes after you tweeted, Y'all niggas serious? Yeah. Some shit like that. Like y'all serious? Yeah. Like, like you see the reaction of the internet. Because I'm 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 going off of the fact of the song I'm saying, which it's your girl tour, your world tour. Like this one, let me speak on this too, because we're gonna we gonna stop niggas early in the game. Everybody go to is Nikki. What what's that about? Is that a bad thing? But is that a bad thing now? I gotta go get it for like that's my lady. Is that a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Let me know. Is it? Nah, no, not at all. Not at all. Am I supposed? What I have? I supposed to have a starlet, a little young starlet <laughs> with me? What, is it a bad thing? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. nigga, I'm from North Philly. I'm from the track, nigga. This the chain on my neck is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, shorty, she on a whole another level in life as a person, as an artist. What? That's a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on my girl tour. I'm we getting right every night. We on tour. I'm clearing a hundred every night. She probably making like four fifty or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's lit. I didn't think that was a bad thing. So when I was saying people tweeted like that was murder, no, nigga. We wish for shit like this where we come from. I don't know what y'all little middle class kids on this shit. Oh <laughs> uh, little rich. Uh, what the fuck y'all talking about? Was mm-hmm. that some shit? I missed that. I ain't catch that. That wasn't a bad thing to me. That's you the know whole what it point. was? It flowed well, my nigga. Yeah, and that's it what it is. It flowed well. Yeah, All of this is about rap. And I think that's where you started getting disconnected, where you was talking too much. And yeah, you and, I, and I, because me, I, I don't really like, let me tell you this. Like, niggas be like, I'm tired of me talking. I need to hear this rap. No, I don't got no time to be making no rap about no nigga. <laughs> I'm not, that shit take too much time to be thinking about what a nigga got going on I don't even know what to say about these niggas That's why every time I get a diss rap Do a diss rap I don't even really be talking about them I just be popping shit on some rap shit I don't be knowing what to say And what to think about no nigga I cannot sit down and be trying to Make no rap about no nigga for no whole day It's not fly to me You know what I'm saying Like when we battled in Philly we It was different Like when niggas even say battle rapper I'm not no battle rapper when they said when they were saying like future came at you, you a bad I'm like, she ain't talking to me. I ain't no battle rapper, you know what I'm saying? And nights after that, it'll be a night we'll be in the studio five days after that come out all night. We ain't putting it on Instagram, but mm-hmm. from my angle of view, I ain't no battle rapper in my hood. If you in the studio, niggas doing mixtapes, we doing mixtapes. Niggas on the corner, they got a nigga that's hot, we're going battle. If we having a cipher, we're going battle because we was doing music. That's the only thing we had to get away. When motherfuckers, even even with this rap shit, that's why I still ride dirt bikes. You'll see me riding the skywalk in the hood, playing around on the corner with the kids. you see me riding a dirt bike. If I knew how to skateboard, I would skateboard. I don't be trying to kick it to these kids like I was OG Bobby Johnson from six years old. I was a young nigga from the hood. I was rapping. That was my getaway from the hood, this rapping shit. And if it wasn't for this rapping shit, I would be dead or in jail. So... I would be so disrespectful to try to downplay the rap situation and make myself look like a a, a super hustler, trapper, big boy boss in the hood. No, nigga, this is my life, and I'm okay with that.
that was just something I had to do along the way to get to where I'm at now. If I got a battle, I battled the nigga and got in the wraith. That was a part of the journey. Every battle, every cypher, every studio session, I did that and I jumped in the wraith. I ain't had to sell no brick and get 15 years for three grand profit when I'm 30 years old. And I'm looked down on niggas that do that, but you ain't gonna make me feel different because you trapping in the street and I'm making straight money. Mm -hmm. That's your fault. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no survivor's remorse, nigga. No. Mm -hmm. So basically, yeah, that's what I was on. This week's episode of Tax Season is brought to you by Bevel. November is around the corner and December is around the corner also. Instead of just showing up to the Thanksgiving table with your fruit pie, your apple pie, your pumpkin pie, or your sweet potato pie, why don't you bring somebody in your family a Bevel razor? I know all the old men been disrespecting their faces for years and their necks have been disrespectful because they haven't had the correct blades that go with their skin. And Bevel is here to cure all that. So make sure go to getbevel.com slash tax season and you get your motherfucking first month off oh and this is a special episode bevel is about to sell mad razors because this is the meek mill episode yo let's get busy dc4 in stores be safe though dc4 the shit let's talk dc4 i just want to do it for the people that try to play us try to count us out try to do us dirty I want to do them dirty. That's why I took my time. I made sure I perfected it. I want every song on that bitch to be like shooting at it. Niggas' heads, period. When you're putting out music, you better make sure you're putting out some shit. You better make sure your beats hit hard. You better make sure you're saying some shit that connect. And I'm mixing my shit with the new wave, too. I ain't just doing no East Coast rapping. No, I put it all in there. Put it all down. And, you know, through the years, I've been going through all this shit. Niggas trying to crucify me talking crazy about me all i've been doing was sitting back and building off the energy okay you want to play with me we're going to make you change your mind we're going we're going to get you right now we're going to get you right too when this shit drop it's going to be some getting right to do and you know i'm gonna act like i don't even see it no more because it's, it's sort of like when i came from jail i was supposed to drop my album like two years two years in a row uh dreams work more than money I went to jail, niggas was really talking like oh he just fucked it up he ain't dropped no album a year and a half he was supposed to drop got booked Came back, sat low, pop shit. And like, even when I'm on the internet popping shit, I'm just popping shit, basically. That, that's just come with when you're from North Philly. That's how you live, yo, pop shit. But you know, I'm back. I'm laying low, watching niggas try down players and grinding and put it together. When I come, I'm score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. And that's going to go be a, another year in the books. That's going to be my eighth year in the books. And Meek Mill made four or five million that year. And that was my eighth year in the books going on to my ninth year. Any shit, and that's all I could, all I care about. Long as I'm still in the conversation, and Meek Mill still still riding Rafe from the Jews, still looking clean in my mom's kitchen, still got the grill on top like the Chinese store. You know, we always wanted that kitchen <laughs> in the hood with the ventilation system on top. Yeah. Long as that's like that, my son, private school, that's all that matters. The doors is open. Like when niggas try to say I was done, it was like, what y'all talking about? The doors closed. So if I drop this mixtape and it's and it's the best in the world, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's nothing. And I kind of had to learn from the internet. Shit changed, man. Niggas changing with the wind. That's how that shit go. It don't even matter. Really, that's what happened in the streets. That's how a lot of niggas die in the streets. Really, because there be a lot of young niggas in the street that really fuck with you, but they don't know how to admire you, so they go at you in an aggressive way, so they can get your attention, basically. Mm-hmm. 
And you know with me, anybody in this shit, I don't give a fuck who it is. Like a lot of niggas, they used to be like, you get mad because we went around them or went around some niggas I was red beefing with. I never in my life got mad at a nigga about being around a nigga that I got a red beef about. I get, I feel some type of way how niggas act to try to make it look like for other niggas. I call these, I, real, real shit, this is what we be laughing and bed. We call them niggas, the niggas that, we call them niggas the slave masters because they control these niggas. They make these niggas do things that they wouldn't even be cool with doing if it wasn't for eight bars or a 16 bar verse. You know what I'm saying? And I, ain't, I became a millionaire on my own. I don't need none of these niggas. While they was doing, while they was doing all that, I'm still living like I'm triple platinum. While niggas was switching sides and doing what they was doing, I was niggas was looking like they wasn't even basically fucking with me no more. And Instagram is recorded. You understand what I'm saying? Instagram recorded. You go look at the niggas that's happy birthday, Meek Mill, all the celebrities. Happy birthday, Meek Mill, this, that. That's my brother. Even when I see rappers now, don't use my brother when you see me. Don't say, what? I, mean, I ain't your fucking brother, nigga. You a rapper. You a cool <laughs> rapper. I'm not your brother. Don't say you my brother. Only yeah, niggas I, like O'Melly and talking them and stay shit like that. Come on, I learned niggas was really like started. Um, a lot of niggas became related in the last. Couple yeah, years niggas stepped back from me though. It was a lot of niggas being around me. It was a lot of niggas like when I'm in when I'm in areas. When, of, that, when that Drake beef happened, did you feel like it was people that separated themselves from me? Yeah, of course. A lot of these niggas, they know who they is. Go to Instagram. You go look at the niggas that was. Trying to be Meek Mills and got Meek Mill and all the pictures and all that shit was going down. They was stepping back. You know, I'm on house arrest. I got the shit on my leg. I ain't got shit to do all day. So I'm watching niggas when I drop shit. Last year when I drop shit, you was, you was on tilt by Meek Mill. This year you ain't. What happened? What happened? And don't don't try to kick. I hate when niggas do this. Don't try to kick to. You want some emotional shit. No, I'm not. No, you want some sucker-ass shit. That's what you want. I'm telling you, you want some sucker <laughs> shit. Don't try to tell me. I can't backdoor you or play you a certain way. And then when you say something about it, no, you just emotional. No, you ain't being right. I don't come from this type of environment. And that's where when, when, when niggas had an open door for me, niggas took back control and started being like the way they really was. Because when I'm around, niggas know that fuck shit ain't going on. I even even when a nigga said niggas can't eat to Meek Mill eat was that your interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can't eat till I eat? Who? Can't be nobody around that don't eat. That's what I be saying when niggas coming on this shit. We sitting back watching it like, yo, this shit is life is crazy. They really doing this in 2016. 2016 was a wild one for us. <laughs> Chino got shot in his head. Oh, Dean got shit. shot in his oh, leg. I forgot about that. Uh, Jeezy got shot. You know, we don't be getting shot. We some young fly niggas that travel the world. You know what I mean? Being as I was on house arrest, that kind of like put my team back in the hood. And you know, we come with the streets. Nothing but negativity, basically. And you know, uh, that was a crazy year. Even when I'm saying, damn, niggas going out like this. The interview game wasn't never like this. Niggas wasn't never doing no shit like that. But you know, we them niggas. If y'all do the, if you do the, History check of from Shy Glizzy to 21 Savage to Lucci to Black Youngster to Young Thug to Lil Uzi to any of them niggas. I'm any of the young niggas, they gonna tell you who the official is. All that shit don't mean y'all live that internet shit, they live through that shit. Y'all can have that shit. I'ma turn my shit off for a minute. I'ma let niggas appreciate the shit I bring to the table. 
This shit ain't regular. So you gonna let the music speak this time? Yeah, I'm letting my my music talk like I always been doing. Anyway, I always pop shit, but my work has always kept me on my A game. You know, I ain't really never really had no slow year in this shit since I got on. The slowest year was this year I was on house arrest. When I came off house arrest, I've been recording my album in the studio. And when I'm recording, I don't travel. I like to lock in and just do my thing. But you know, I definitely wanted to do an interview to like clear a little shit up because people be kind of be like, yeah, it was a lot lying. Of shit, I, it's it's, it's, it's no other way to there's no other way to put it. Basically lying. I never told no man anything about my girl, anything personal. I never let that man write any bars for me ever in my life. When we in the studio, uh, let me break that because we never broke it down. When we in the nah, studio, I'm not gonna lie. He he told me what he was saying about what you said about Nikki. Yeah. It wasn't nothing serious, or was it? Yeah, but... And let he, me break it down. I think the way he worded it but, but in the interview... It's not, it's not even... It made it sound it's not like even it was a, something serious. It wasn't nothing serious. But it's not even... It's not even like... It's not nothing like my girl looking at because she's sitting right next to me while I'm on the phone. And when I got off the phone, she heard what I was saying. She was like, oh, I'm like, no, oh, man, he just was saying some funny shit. And it was basically about... He's saying I ain't do a verse for him. This is another thing, basically, about what I do for him. Like, I don't, I don't got to do nothing for no grown man. He ain't never do nothing for me. What I got to do for him? You know what I'm saying? So, basically, he was like, yeah, you took a month to do my verse. I ain't really feeling that. I'm like, yo, bro, I live with my girl. I told her to do a verse. I got it two months later. See, you don't tell no other man that. If I was my girl, she would have did it first day. <laughs> What the fuck is we talking about? I just was giving you an example that I don't care how long somebody take to give me my verse. Like, this nigga supposed to have gave me verses before I would see him and don't say nothing to him about it. Because I do that shit more than anybody. Nigga, I supposed to do nigga shit. I be, I be in my own world. I got a real life going on sometimes. You know what I mean? I got my own problems in my head. I ain't got time to work all day sometimes. So some shit don't get done. It don't be intentional at all. That's because I'm busy and I'm doing what I'm doing. So basically, I was just like, yeah, man, my girl, she, I got my verse, though, before my CD came out. That's all that matters. Was that the story he told you? Yeah, yeah. Bean said that he also said that they were saying that you FaceTimed Nikki while he was with Safari, was with some bitches or fucking some bitches. Or some That's a lie. Like that. So how that, let's, let's even get to that. How would I FaceTime Nikki when Safari was some bitches? When was Safari ever around me when I could FaceTime Nikki? What year was this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. But you got to think about it. Like, me and her only been two years. I've been at his head for two years. I don't fuck with him. I ain't, I ain't fuck with him when that was going on. He was somebody cool that I know, but, yo, I like her. She looked like she for me. You don't look like you handling your business right at this at the second right now. You ain't my friend. I ain't got nothing. To, I'm going for what I know. But how can I FaceTime Nikki when I'm with him with some bitches? How that work? Why would I even be available to your girl like that, nigga, to FaceTime your girl while I'm with you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's the story that I've been hearing is that you FaceTimed. That's a lie. That's another lie. So how can I FaceTime his girl? Why am I available to FaceTime your girl while I'm with you? I don't even like speaking on them niggas. Them niggas are small pups. They're small pups. The other day he did the the shit on Instagram or Twitter where he said, um... Don't even let them get them burned. I ain't even see it. <laughs> they, I ain't... I, yo, yeah, I did see it. I just, you know, I put up laugh. <laughs> LOL. Hey, big head. 
<laughs> we all know what big head mean, right? He's big head. Yeah, I don't really be liking that. He ain't my caliber type of nigga. You think you ever see Safari or have to fight him? I don't know where to happen. You think you I have come to in fight peace, him though. or you think he'll twerk? Which one? I don't think he don't know fighting. <laughs> And I don't even know why niggas be putting themselves in the middle of situations like that. Because, you know, when you run into somebody, you got to be ready to approach the situation like that. And that's one thing. Uh, through every Meek Mill beef, who, from the to the biggest niggas to the smallest niggas that was gangster, everybody I pop shit at, Meek Mill still wasn't touched. Meek Mill, Jerry still sitting on his neck. Ain't nobody did nothing to Meek Mill. So I'm chilling. I'm being myself. I'm cooling. I don't gotta be the toughest guy on by fuck all that. We the fly niggas. We gonna buy some boats, we gonna buy some planes, we gonna keep upgrading our family like young black kings supposed to be doing. That was my mission when I came in and shit for real, for real. All this shit is a, a very big distraction. There's no other rapper I wanna be beefing with or stepping in their way of what they got going on with their family at this point right now because I know the value of it. We was handpicked from the ghetto as million. And that's one thing, too. A lot of motherfuckers, they think they can change that through the internet or through what they say about you. Like, take the blessing that God gave to you. We was chosen, hand-chosen out of the world of the million peoples that come from the ghetto. We are the ones that's hand-chosen to speak for the ghetto, to be a presentation for the ghetto to the world. Come on, man. We arguing on... I got endorsements and shit. I'm on Instagram arguing with niggas. Talking about violence and shit like that. That don't... That don't yeah, get the bag. You know what? You gotta... You as a fan, my nigga, of listening to you for a couple years now, my nigga. You gotta stop feeding it. Yeah, I am. I'm done. I'm done. Say. You understand what I'm saying? I'm done. When I seen people using it as a strategy, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm lo- I've I look been like in the a street fool, all my life. I never had this many people call me pussy in my whole life. I had to just accept it. This people, the internet. Yeah, got us. This is the only way they could fight. This is the only way they they have a defense. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have been on none of that if you wouldn't be like you a rat or Mac. I wrote your rap with none. I wouldn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have did nothing. You would have been doing what you're doing. I would have been doing what I'm doing. So you think game strategy was just to put his album out? It seemed kind of put together to me. I don't what it looked like to you. No, it definitely seemed orchestrated to me. Because to me, being It was a, well orchestrated, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, being a person in the situation, I know when it happened. And when it happened, I actually talked to the game the next day about it, and we was like, that's how I nigga keep my name out there, Hollywood shit, man. I ain't, I came to the club, and I left. I ain't coming to the club with game, Sean Kingston. I ain't talked to none of them before I got to the club. Yo, penthouse popping. Went to penthouse. I left penthouse. Now my name in the middle of it, but like I said, I ain't talking shit like uh, putting myself on a higher level, but Nick is making it seem like I'm so much of a star, I can't even come down because I'm coming down and trying to keep it funky with niggas. It's, it's causing commotion. You know, if like a celebrity walk through the hood, it's, it causes a lot of commotion. Why is this causing so much commotion Most niggas, amongst niggas that had money, niggas that's getting money? Why is Meek Mill causing so much commotion if Meek Mill ain't coming at them? What you think it is? I don't know, man. It might be that woman you sleep with. Nobody, I never even, I never even had so much attention from niggas. Like, I seen one nigga said something about 10 million followers. How, 
I didn't even know I had 10 million followers. Why you know how many nah, I'm not followers gonna lie. I got? That was one thing that stood out to me. I yeah. seen him say that. I was like, wow. Yeah, like, but, I, but I didn't know I had 10 million I followers until you, know you I mean? told me. I don't know how many followers, niggas. I don't know how many <laughs> followers I got. I'm like, oh, that's... Once again, niggas feel like this ain't where you're supposed to be at, but I'm here. I didn't do a gimmick to get it. I didn't do a gimmick with my girl. This She from the hood. I'm from the hood. We from the same place. She like, when she came up on DVDs, I came up on DVDs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it match. I ain't doing no gimmick. I ain't having like no nothing against no white girl or nothing like that, but I ain't just going to handle, I ain't, no, I ain't just going to be, I ain't making moves to rap. If I could, if I could have the, the best card gas in tomorrow, that wouldn't be my girlfriend. They wouldn't even like me. They wouldn't like the shit I do. I'm be on some other shit. I'm on some moving like, and that's any white girl. I don't. I come from a different place, and ain't nothing. I don't got nothing against white girls. Let's get that all the way correct. But I love my black queens, and that's just that. That's how I'm moving. None of it is a gimmick. That wasn't a gimmick. Me actually making it through all that shit, niggas wouldn't have made it through that. When I had the whole industry, the whole game try to turn against a nigga, niggas would have folded, turned it in, and they wouldn't have been there doing nothing. Still out here, I'm still getting 80 a grand a show, 60 a walk, and that's when I'm doing bad. This is my downtime, so, you know, I feel like I'm in a great space. The shit niggas talked about me, I always was a nigga that used to hate, like, motivation. You know what I'm saying? Where we come from, that's why all the rap is bad, or we use, like, your, your aggressiveness, your hunger. Your opponent might have all that. You going off of his aggressiveness and his hunger, and... You, you, I can't, it's hard to explain it. Like, you turning up off of him. That's why we do the battle and thing in Philly. Everything is a competition. That's how we live. And when I was st- basically stating, talking about the nigga don't write your raps. If you don't write your raps, you can't be the best. Period. That's with any nigga. If we find out in the game, any of you niggas don't write your raps, but you claiming you, you the top nigga, no, you ain't getting by with that nigga. Tupac, Biggie died for this shit. Niggas in the street die for this shit. This is our culture. This shit come from America. Black people from the streets. This is our culture. Ain't nobody coming in and and rearranging nothing. You can still be the shit. And homie, cuz is the shit. He's doing his thing. He's the shit. But you can't be the top in this. And yeah, if that was... If that was squash it. Yeah, we don't got no real problem. We don't have no real problem. We don't got no real problem. It's the same way with niggas from the... With me and you. It's the only thing is different. We know each other. I want to talk to you and say things that I want to say the way I want to say them in. You know, place ourselves in front of each other like men do. So if a nigga do want to get wild with you or you want to get wild with a nigga, I'll be able to address that. So when y'all step off from here, anything a nigga say is like, you pump faking. You was just yeah. right there with that man. They could say that about me even with him standing next to him. Exactly. You know. Slow told me that one day. That was like the illest shit I ever heard. He was like, I take pictures with niggas' hacks. I know they was talking about me. Yeah, that's how you he think said, I don't I be knowing niggas. Because I know they was talking about me. Now they look like clowns. It's even like slow with the 50 shit. Like, it was <laughs> like, yo, bro, let any nigga I don't fuck with be on the stage with 50 of my niggas. Let me be on stage with 50 niggas that don't fuck with me. you going to get strolled on. you going to get fucked up. That don't take away. This is one of the freshest niggas in New York. I'm still looking at this page. Like, how you get this many Gucci jackets? How you got these 25, 
25, $10,000 Gucci jackets. That don't take away that. He's still in the hood. He in the hood in the wraith. You in the hood in the ghost. You in the hood living like a rapper. They want to take that from you. They want to try to make up anything in the world that they could take from you, which you doing. And, you know, me, I remain solid. And that's that's like just a situation. I, I, I knew 50 at the time, but I fuck with slowing them. I remained solid the same. I had 50, man, that was some nut ass shit. Because one time I was arguing with Slow about 50. He was telling me something about 50. I was like, yo, from the looks of it, 50 don't really fuck with you. And then we had an argument about that. He's like, man, 50, fuck with me, this, that. And we had a little slight argument. It wasn't a, like a personal mm-hmm. argument, but I was like, from my view, I don't really look like you. he fuck with you. You be with Trav, Trav coming at him right now. You in the videos running around with Trav on the gram. I don't think he fuck with you. And then that happened, you know what I'm saying? But after that happened, I still was social media, in person. I'm standing tall with the nigga I fuck with. That shit don't make niggas or break niggas. Only the hood got that dumbass mentality, man. That's why niggas be broke. We got the most, the highest broke rate in the world, don't we? That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Cause Did we you speak to 50 since then? No, I ain't speak to 50 after that. Then... Even with 50, I never even really got to speak on the 50 shit. 50 was this nigga. He was kind of Philly. I had, like, the leg bracelet on my leg and shit. I was pulling up on him trying to get signed and shit, so I knew him, like, for, like, seven, eight years. When the shit was going on with Drake, you know, him and Ross always had their thing going on, and I kind of, like, it was some rap shit, so I ain't going to be in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it's some rap shit because once it... I'm going to run into 50, though. I'm going to run into everybody because I'm in the streets. Yeah. So if it ain't no real shit, we see, yo, what's up? You all right? Keep it going, you know what I'm saying? Then the Drake shit went on. Next thing you know, he was popping shit at me. You know how he do? He don't got no filter. He like a nigga from the hood. He don't got no filter. So, shit, you shooting at me, we gonna bust back. It's period. It wasn't even really nothing personal. Even with him and slow shit, it still wasn't nothing personal with me and him. It was really personal with them two at the time. Of course, I'm fucking with my dog, but that's just by nature. I was already fucking with him before this situation. I don't really be knowing. That's how that one, that was really like light. It wasn't really nothing crazy. But, you know, I, I seen 50 a few times in traffic. You know, they moving serious. We moving serious. So it don't really be too much to like. We respect how they moving. Yeah. They respect how we moving. Because nobody ain't, if I ain't respect how we moving, we'll be attacking. Or they'll be attacking. So, you know, it's just been mutual like that, man. 50, he doing what he doing. He a grown man. Just the same way, like. Game, beans up, they going on older, the older numbers towards the 40s and 50s and shit like that. I don't even align myself with niggas like that because that's really not my lane. I'm in a 32, 33 on under type shit, for real. I don't talk, I don't sit around and talk about like the older guys in good or bad ways because that's not my, my wave right now. I'm on a young nigga wave. We've all taken jobs to earn extra cash. Back in the day, we used to do whatever we had to do. Pack bags, I don't know, help women home with their bags from the supermarket, all sorts of odd jobs. I even know some dudes out there that's babysitters. Sorry to hear that, but you got to do what you got to do. But... 
I've got a better way for you to earn extra money on the side. It's much easier today thanks to Uber. Uber's the ultimate side hustle. Driving with Uber is the new way you can earn extra cash whenever you want. It's not just another J-O-B. It's totally flexible way to earn. You can turn it on and off just like your car. If you have a few spare hours here and there, drive with Uber. Have you ever wanted to be your own boss? I bet you make a great boss driving with Uber. And you can be your own boss. If you're driving right now, you should be earning right now. I do it. Every day is a payday when you drive with Uber. Because you can cash out anytime with instant pay. With access to instant pay, cash out your earnings up to five times a day with no minimum amount required. Listen, if you enjoy earning extra cash, if there's something special you'd like to buy, your car can start making you money. So go ahead and get your side hustle on. Sign up to Drive Uber today. Go to uber.slash drive now. That's uber.com slash drive now. U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. These young niggas actually showing other young niggas like, yo, you can get rich. You could be that. You could do this. I'm showing them this shit like, yo, bro, I, I'm not showing this shit on Instagram like I'm stunting all. I'm shitting on niggas. No, I'm posting this shit. I can't believe it. When I wake up and to be in the house that I'm in, I used to live in PHA, nigga. You in an apartment building with like eight other families. That's how we lived our whole life. You sharing the house with people. All y'all got is separated from is a door, like a room. All this shit is a dream to me. So we basically actually showing these young niggas how to use your brain to make it out of the ghetto. All that other shit is cool, man. Cops killing niggas at 100 miles an hour. We talking about Meek Mill and Game and Sean Kingston. Meek Mill and Beanie Siegel, Meek Mill and Drake. Shit, serious. You know, and I, and I, and I feel like me... It's clown shit. Even when I be stepping in it, it's clown shit. It's the circus. Once you step in the circus and start performing, throwing, juggling balls and shit, <laughs> paws no homo, but you in the circus. Yeah. Basically, so, you know, I'm on some other shit. But, you know, that's the life they live and that's the life they choose to live. This is the life I choose to live. And I mean, you got to be qualified to sit in that reef under the stars. You know what I'm saying? You got to be qualified for your son to be speaking Spanish and, and French when he's five years old. You got to be qualified to live in Beverly Hills. That's what type of time we be on. That's what time we be on. That shit they talking on mean when niggas be like, yo, what's up with being these seagulls, such and such, such, What do it matter? What do it matter? I got 50 bands in my pocket. I'm on the way to take my grandma two stacks so she can go to the casino. She about to have a great day. What do what you just said to me matter? It's only within the streets when I'm when I'm out of when I'm walking around. Niggas don't ask me about that shit. Niggas, be, oh shit, me and I hood. Let's take a flip and all that shit go out the door. So it'd be like, what do that matter? And my whole thing, what do it matter for niggas that's older than me? You know what I'm saying? All these niggas is like a little older than me to this point where like niggas got kids that's nine, ten, and step up. That's all I was when I was telling Gang. Yo, man, just step up and say a nigga ain't tell on you, man, and keep it real and we'll talk on it. Even if you want to be aggressive, we'll piece it up like that. However you want to piece it up, we're going to do it like that. But go on that shit and let them niggas know that shit was a misunderstanding. It's corny. That shit is corny. It's corny. You basically about to throw a young nigga. If I get killed or I kill, I might have lost. I could lose either way. You trying to take another nigga... 
And I'm not, I'm not no game either. I, heard I don't you know. Got beef with K. Michelle. No, I don't got no beef with K. Michelle. I seen, <laughs> <laughs> I seen K. Michelle say, and Drake, he's my favorite rapper. <laughs> I was looking at K. Michelle like, why? What did I do to you? What did I do? What did I do? Like, it was a story, Drama and my Dallas called me like, yeah, no, I heard K. Michelle say something to you last night in Drama Studio. I said, Dallas, the first time I heard about this story, when you told it to me, I ain't even see K. Michelle. Drama and them got like the basketball shit in there. I'm shooting basketball on my son's life. I never seen her. I was like, this the first time I'm hearing about this story with you. I, she cussed me out, I ain't get the memo. I found out about it three days later, you know what I'm saying? What could I do to Kim Michelle to piss her off? <laughs> she wanted the hell has beef with everybody. She went and linked up with with the with the nigga and his little rampage. I understand why he mad. He an ex, you know what I mean? His ex got a lit nigga. I understand his position, but I don't understand her position. That be that shit be corny. And you know, it only making me. I told you, you don't make no Muhammad Ali. You ain't gonna make no LeBron James. Like, I know a lot of niggas are saying LeBron is gonna get blue out in the chip. Curry this, Curry that. And I fuck with Curry too. Curry legendary. But, you know, I've been rocking with Brian before Curry, so it'd be kind of outrageous to just jump on the Curry wave. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I used to bet with, when I was gambling with the bookies, I bet with Curry a few times. But when it came down, when it was 3 1, Golden State to. Versus Cleveland, I bet all three games on Cleveland. I won the money. I bet I bet like forty thousand a game. But saying that to say is like, it's Brian, nigga. What you expect? <laughs> Niggas going to pop shit about Brian. Even Kobe, when Kobe came back and wasn't doing good, I was like, Niggas talking about Kobe like this? This the black mama, the nigga. Yo, that... and I hated Kobe, and I and I was never like. But I knew when you see up. that, but then. The closeout game, the whole world back in. It's, Kobe got 62 tonight. It's lit. Come on, man. We got to have some. Even with KD, I fuck with KD. I don't like that KD went to Golden State because I don't like to send. That's like y'all saying me sign an OVO. I cannot send that message to anybody. As as even like, even with the black, black uh, live matter shit going on in the streets, we can't submit. We can't submit to the other side. We want to fuck with them eventually. One day we may fuck with them, but right now we got to get our rights right. We got to get what we, what we need right. That's why they saying Black Lives Matter. When I see other celebrities going and say all lives matter, I'll be like, what you talking about, man? Y'all niggas got this rich? Y'all forgot that the cops is putting packs on niggas and take niggas out their house with their kids and shit like that? All lives matter. They ain't doing that shit everywhere. The hood and flooded with judge. I mean, the hood flooded with drugs. College campuses ain't flooded with drugs. College campuses flooded with drugs the same way the hood. You think they got narcs running around pulling guns out on people and shooting? Fuck no. No. So why would you even open your mouth and say all lives matter? We know all lives matter. That wasn't an issue. That never was an issue. We talking about us. We talking about us getting killed on paper, going to jail for for no fucking reason having the time being slapped with a million years of probation one mistake they could strip you of your freedom we talking about cops shooting niggas down on the payment for pulling them over about car tickets and shit like that that's what we talking about why you come out your mouth and say all lives all lives matter that's what i be saying about the internet niggas just be trying to say whatever they think gonna make them sound cool for the moment no nigga 
And when it, when, and this is another thing too I be wanting to talk about. Even when we talking about Black Lives Matter, I can't be on Instagram talking about Black Lives Matter when I'm arguing with gaming. We talking about violence and going back and yeah, forth. Sure. Niggas look suspect on that shit. White people do. Ain't no other race gonna take you serious if they see that. Niggas, niggas gunning off. We just came from Raw's video shooting. Hey, niggas, two shootouts in the middle of the video. They start shooting. We pulled off like we was about to leave. Rose, let's shoot that, man. Make this shit legendary, man. It's over now. Went back out there. They start shooting again. We trying to touch the hood. We ain't trying to shit on nobody, block or make it look like. We trying to touch the street, the culture, nigga. I remember when Pusha T and them did a video in my hood. I was so happy. They This one, when rap budgets had, videos had budgets, they gave me $100 just to willy the bike up the block. You got to sign some shit, get your $100, and you willy your bike up the block. I was in that video for like half a frame of a second. Not even in the video for real, but you know, that made my day. That made my life. That inspired me to get to this point now. So it'd be like, come on, man, we got to tone that shit down a little bit. And they don't get no gangster, then the niggas in the street stop trying to use the internet to make yourselves look 50 times gangster than you really are, man. It don't get no, it don't, I just came from zone five. Zone four with 21 Savage, all them young niggas around. This Atlanta, niggas got double drums out this joint, bro. It don't get no riskier than this. We ain't even put it on the ground. That was a, that's, that's the day. You don't gotta go on the internet and, and trick these kids out they life. When I when I be doing it, I do it because it be a lot of niggas trying to deprive me of the person I really am. Like I ain't putting up pictures up because I'm in the street and trying to. I'm street. No, I'm putting up pictures because you niggas trying. Y'all trying to make it seem like something else. Y'all trying to make it seem like it's something else because I'm getting too powerful and dangerous. Getting too powerful and dangerous, and that's another thing. When I got Nick, y'all. It was a whole nother level of power that came on board. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what happened, you know? The bag got bigger. No, the bag been big. I, I, was, I was like this the whole time. I, I got, I was having two more scenes of Ashton, Big Phantom, Cribs everywhere in 2013 on out. 2000, into 2012, if I dropped my first album, it was a wreck. We're in 2016 now. It ain't get bigger. It's still continuing. The niggas thinking it's supposed to be over. And back to when you said you talk about your... What else am I going to talk about? The fuck? I can't really talk about too much. I, I really love my lifestyle and what it stands for. And I like to talk about it. I like to rap about it and make motherfuckers come into my world. Why that Rolex so important to them? Because we've been poor our whole fucking life. And we ain't never had nothing on us that was worth something. Coming up, I ain't never had shit that was worth nothing. You be happy you got some shit that's worth something. That's a, and it's something you work for. You spent your money. You work hard for that paper. I'm going to talk about mine. I ain't got no survivors more. You broke, that's your fault. And, and let me take that back. Because everybody that's broke ain't their fault. Young kids grow up in the ghetto. They mom on drugs, daddy in jail. So, you know, they start off rough. But you're grown. You, you, you grown and you running your mouth about how I do things. This is how I do things Because I'm loving this shit I love my life I seen a nigga put up The Meek Mill get off Instagram From Instagram Insta- Internet bullying <laughs> I ain't see that one Nigga shoot at me And I still come outside Man <laughs> There was a point in my life Where it was like that Where bullets fly by you And you still coming back out In the same neighborhood mm-hmm. You think internet bullying Could The fuck You forgot that fast my nigga 
but you these know, the niggas said about take what they want to take. Yeah, say but what they want to say. But we gonna put this on the block, so <laughs> even while they doing that, is yeah, you get the exclusive. You put it how you want. Yeah, because you know they gonna word it however they want to word it. They gonna be able to word Meek it when you on there says, saying that. Drake says that he can <laughs> suck his dick. Yeah, that's how <laughs> they you play. Say that, you know what I mean? That's just how it go. Yeah, like a nigga, niggas be stealing my shit, saying everything. I, I don't know what the fuck be going on. The internet is the internet, my nigga. I gave it to them. I understand. I'm a part of it. And what I understand is that you cannot control the masses, especially of people who never come out their house. You know what I mean? And they live there. It's people that live in a cocoon yeah. who live their life through the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's a different thing out there right now. Uh, it, and it's too, even with Ab, uh, AR Ab, you know, we had like little differences and whatnot, never nothing serious. Everybody really like overboard in the situation, so cool. but when niggas be going on their raps, you running from AR Ab, you scared of AR. He don't think I'm scared of him. I don't think he's scared of me. You could put him on the camera and ask him the same way. You put me on any interview. I don't think he's scared of me. He don't think I'm scared of him. Because these the type niggas if you really retract and all that shit done it ain't no need to touch on it but if you ever go to AR Ab old interviews this the type of shit I was around this was my day I I don't have to be around no people like that at any time if you aggressive or you feel like I feel like you you breaking the law doing something I'm on probation I'm, I'm allowed to step way away from you you know what I'm saying and I wasn't doing that as a young kid and that was like that we always Played this. We was in the same streets, grew up in the same jungles. We met each other, and it was our respect there. You know, even with the ARF shout out and the Drake shit, that was like slave master shit. I don't think y'all know if you, all you young niggas, start googling and yeah, when you, you for the bait. when you smoke your weed, you, know, you you young niggas, when you got time to sit down and think, make sure you Google and see how them white folks control the slaves and shit like that. They let one slave come in the house. You know what I mean? Make him feel more important or say certain things about him to make him see above, feel above. So, you know, what he going to do, he going to turn on the other slaves. You know what I'm saying? He going to do what the slave master tell him to do. It's a mental. And basically, you know, he shot Ab out. Ab ain't really bite. The niggas around him was biting. So, you know, he had to rock with it. His niggas around you biting. Perry. But that was a chess move. That was a white man chess move. Slave master. Make one of the slaves feel good. Make them turn around to other slaves, and it worked perfectly. I tell niggas from Philly, I said, we look stupid. We look real stupid over here on this Philly side. We definitely man. look stupid a couple times in the last two years, man. <laughs> Philly be looking and stupid. And I always with, tell niggas Philly got the best rappers. I always say I'm talking that about shit. with far as, like, you let a nigga shout you out to turn you against a nigga that's from your town. Like, boom, say we start getting into it. We going to, where they at? They still going to be... Doing what they doing. That is too. You know what that is too. And this is like you know, I was the one in the Beans interview. Beans said how a wise man told him, sitting at the table playing and plug the fan and let the sweat dry off and then grab the cannon. And I told him that. I told I hit his man up because I was like, yo, you know, a nigga get hit backstage at the spot, nigga. Nigga dealing with ego, yeah. trying to jump out the window, yeah, kill somebody. Yourself, I'm like, nigga, relax. You know, relax in the cut, and then you you playing your you playing strategically, and then you make your moves. Don't don't jump out the window. And I say all that to say this: like, you you always got to plan it out. You always got to yeah. think, my nigga. You can't just you can't jump out the window and and every time and just deal off emotion and that's I think that's where a lot of times everybody's failing at especially with having that that gateway to the internet you know what I mean but 
I don't know. I just don't be understanding the moves that be made that cause all this confusion. Like, Meek Mill, I did nothing to Beanie Siegel. Like, Beanie told me, like, you ain't tell me game shouted me out. Why did I have to tell you game shouted you out? Like, you really said this to me? Dang, you trying to pick on me. You just told me. <laughs> look, look, you just told me I don't play games. I end them when we talking about 80,000. Now you telling me I ain't tell you game shouted me out. I made you stick your neck. I made you stick your neck out there. That's why I'm on the third verse, because I came in the studio last. You was doing that already. You was already coming at him. So I made you do what? I ain't want to take the show because game was on there. You, you had this show for four months. Somebody lying. Yeah, he told me when he went to the studio, he went there because O'Malley was there, and then O'Malley told him the game said Philly niggas can't come to L.A., and that's why he got involved with this track. It's nothing. Nothing can make me come at a nigga I don't want to come at. If Even if if, if it was Rosé, and Rosé, like, come at this nigga, it could be Shaq Lizzie or somebody, somebody I'm all right with. I'm not coming at them for that person if I don't want to come at that person. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not even going to be able to be into it because I don't really want to come at that person. How can somebody, that's... Is that, that answer acceptable? Was that an acceptable answer? You telling me what he said, was that acceptable? O'Malley told him that nobody can come to L.A. and he on it. I thought about it that later. That don't sound right. I that, thought about it later. Um... And when then he said he wrote the the, the records for um, O'Malley and um, you. When he said he wrote the verses or, or parts of the verses or whatever, and then I seen him on Breakfast Club, and then on Breakfast Club he said that um, he um, what he did was a reference track. But yeah, now let's get to that too. I realized that was false because he said. Please don't bring me out of retirement. Yeah, so who else? I was like, who's coming out of retirement? And I realized that from the breakfast. So that was a, like, stop. Freeze the interview right now. (laughs) Basically, you said you laid the restaurant's track. We got the whole South Philly at the building at this time. You see when niggas did their interview, like, they like people like us. These street niggas, they ain't gonna go on no internet and just lie. You know what I'm saying? You laid the reference track. Who came out of retirement? I never even thought about that. Who came out of retirement then? So what that meant? Somebody lied. And as a real nigga, you can't be on no interview chucking for no interview. You cannot do I that. I definitely um, noticed the inconsistency in that one. Yeah, you can't chuck. You know, if you're supposed to be, who you supposed to? I say this, man. And this, and this is just me. Bean's been through a lot of shit, man. He got. Shot, been in jail a bunch of times. When he got shot, he got shot. God took his voice, man. God took his voice. I, I never seen nobody get shot and lose their voice. God took your voice from you, man. That means you wasn't doing something right. Because, you know, as rappers, as artists, as music artists, your mouth and your voice, this is your blessing from God. Once God, 99% of the time, God don't never really take nobody's voice. God took his voice, you know what I'm saying? And then you're still using your voice to lie. Lie is sinning. You lying, you sinning. And even when we talk in Muslim, and when we talk in Muslims, I'm not Muslim, I just believe in God. My whole family Muslim. Like, I would be in a circle of niggas, 22 of them be Muslim. I'm the 21 person that ain't Muslim, you know what I'm saying? And 
And in, and in Quran, they say, like, if somebody ain't Muslim, you're supposed to always, I don't know exactly, but you're supposed, supposed to stand with your Muslim. Like, even if your mom in the water drowning and some Muslim drowning, you're supposed to say that Muslim because your mom a Catholic. These niggas that we speaking on, these niggas is my family. O'Malley, all them, they my family. All them niggas you see around, they my family. Like, the nigga, the big nigga teeth. My uncle Grandmaster Nell, he was like the biggest DJ in, the, in Philadelphia and shit coming up. Him, Jazzy Jeff, and him. He was married to one of the nigga Tifi aunt. So when he married to the aunt, they houses as kids. We all run around the same houses as kids as we grow up. You know, everybody separate their ways and doing their thing. But as we connect back and we step back on our history or the history we really got, it just connects strong, basically. And it's family, nigga. It's, I, my little cousin was Muslim. He just died. I paid for the janazah for Muslims to pray over a Muslim. If it's Muslim, you could be poor, you could be Christian, Muslim, anything. If I could give you a meal and get you to eat, I'm going to get you to eat. It's a lot of Muslims that keep with me on the road. I'm keeping them away from danger. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping them out of the streets where their mamas know that. They'll be killed or they'll be in jail. They've been on the road with me for the last four years. These are Muslims, so don't use that when it's convenient for some something to go wrong. Don't use that when it's convenient for that. You know what I'm saying? Because sinning is sinning. You sitting here lying, old mentally Muslim. You sitting here lying saying you wrote this man track. You did a reference. He Muslim. He been Muslim his whole life. What's going on? And I've been in jail. I've been in jail with niggas when niggas is going down. That's what everybody resort to. They resort to the dean when it's going down. You know what I'm saying? They, re they, resort, to, they resort to that shit on a daily basis. Stop trying to divide. We just had South Philly. South Philly, all the niggas that somebody in South Philly, that's like the Brooklyn of New York. Everybody from somebody in South Philly, they all respecting with each other and fucking with each other right now. Full square, full circle, everybody banging with each other. He came in and kind of like ruined that, all that. Because it was niggas that was being together that be with, they be with them and they be with him, but they all basically one squad. Now some niggas gotta be with him over here, some niggas gotta be with them over here. I ain't come down here shaking no shit. I fuck with all these niggas. I'm, I take all these niggas on the road if they got money. If you got your own flight money, I ain't spending money on niggas just to fly with me and hang out with me. You got your own flight money and you, I fuck with you and you got some money in your pocket, nigga, we out. I, I say you from the ghetto. If you gonna, you gonna participate with the team and help us get to where we gotta go, I'm out. I don't give a fuck you holding the camera, you doing security. Come on, we out. I'm the nigga that's doing that in the hood. You can't break that up. You can't separate that. You can't separate that. And I don't know what I don't know where it came from, but all that week I was in South Philly heavy. Mac from Seagull Street, I was probably like on Seagull Street like six times that week. TV and them block, I was on a block like every day. All the niggas that's who somebody out here, they fucking with me and I'm around and then boom, you do that. And all the niggas was dead when you started doing it. So they all looking at the interview like, what? I can't believe this. That's why you, if you read O'Malley passage, O'Malley was like, I hate I had to say this, but I never thought I'd be saying this about no BNC. Like, what? For real? Where this come from? What's your theory on it? See, when y'all do interviews with me, y'all can't just be... Answer me questions. Y'all gotta answer questions too. Um, as far as me, you know, I always look at Beans as a legend. You know, I feel like it was inconsistencies in the story, especially after I seen the Breakfast Club. And, you know what I mean? 
mean? Yeah. I feel like him making the diss records after he said he wouldn't made him look like a liar because that's what like the kids kids a lot of kids don't know who Beanie Siegel is yeah so they so they judging you like, off now yeah so they judging him off now where me is I'm judging him off records that I grew up off of you yeah. know what I mean so they like yo this motherfucker's a liar they finding every lie for me yeah. I'm not even noticing this shit you know what yeah. I mean they finding him they like this motherfucker said this then he said this so you know it's inconsistencies but I, I understand I understand the story you know what I mean what you but, understand about the story. No, Tell I'm me just, what part you understand. No, I'm, that. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about as far as him. Like I, he showed me text messages where he was like talking to you, like trying to like school you on shit. Like yo, you don't want to make the the same mistakes as me, and you know what I mean. Yeah, and, but and certain shit like that. But I understand. I also seen in the Texas, you ain't give a fuck. I, that wasn't really my day. <laughs> I might have been like riding a dirt bike or something, and Mac texting me, and I look at my phone. I'm gonna text back like probably. Four yeah, words, such and such, such and such, two, three lines. I'm on a bike, put my phone back in the He may text back. I may not text back. Now, tomorrow is my day. I, that's all over yeah, with with me. As far as him, he probably looking at it. Damn, young and ain't answering my text. Shit that I ain't even thinking about because I'm traveling city to city. I'm waking up on different time zones, bro. I'm not even thinking about no other nigga. I got so much. I got my family. I don't be around my family enough. I'm in a relationship. This is a new part of my life. I'm not thinking about no nigga. So, you know what I mean? They may be taking things and making angles out of it. I'm not thinking about you niggas. When niggas be saying, they be looking at my Instagram, he talking about me. Karen hit me the other day. Take that down, I had to put something up. Like, I forgot what I put up. I was like, I wasn't even talking about them. I put up a picture when I was in LA. It was a bunch of foreigns. I said, uh, move through your city like a storm. Niggas was putting up like, yo, this is a picture from 28 weeks ago. It is a picture from 28 weeks ago. But in real life, I just was really in L.A. that day. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And I ain't going to L.A. and put up pictures. And I went out, went out to eat, went to a few studios where I moved around at. And moved around like I moved around when I went to L.A. I ain't go to show off for no kids because, you know, when you do them type of things, certain type of things come with them, you're going to have to handle your business. And, you know, if it come to me, we're going to handle our business. But we ain't going to play no internet game and do no shit for no people because that ain't gangsters to me. I can't go to Barry's and post up at Barry's. And <laughs> that's not. No, I don't take nothing from you. I don't mm-hmm. take nothing from If I'm has a problem with YG, you think if I go to Barry's and post up, he was supposed to see me about something? What the fuck you want to see me at Barry's for? So, you know, I'm just trying to remain thorough and keep these young niggas grounded and let these young niggas know no matter what, man, when you're a certain type of thorough and you stand for something, it's hard to knock you down. Don't ever let niggas tell you to fold and give in. No. KD wasn't supposed to go to motherfucking Golden State. And I still, I fuck with KD. I fuck with KD. He wasn't supposed to go to Golden State. Because when, when they was playing Golden State, and Golden State's so good, when I see niggas so good, it's like, they're almost like an all-star team damn near. So I be rocking with the underdogs. I love Golden State. Don't get me wrong. Watching them play, I love every player on Golden State that's doing anything. But... It's like, I rock with the underdog, and KD and I was the underdog at that point. They had Dion, Dion from my block. I'm rocking with them, and I was like, basically, feeling tension against motherfucking Golden State, because my nigga from my block, they losing right now, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't want to see my nigga from my block switch over to that now, because we going against them. We trying to outdo them, so you know what I'm saying? 
That's what I want to get my point across to the young niggas. Never let these niggas stop you. When you guys set this shit out for you like this, it can't, it can't change. I, I, can not, I can't be an L. That's why I start making money L's and putting them on Instagram. As long as I'm in a reef, I can't be an L. As long as I got all blue money in my pocket, I can't be an L. As <laughs> long as my mom in Jersey, it's impossible. Meek Mill, DC4. Yeah, DC4 in the way, you already know Tax what it is. season. I'm trying to get this motherfucking money, you dig? Wrapping up. Young niggas with fuck us. with us. Get your side hustle on. Sign up to drive an Uber and earn extra cash whenever you want. It's totally flexible. You're your own boss, and you can cash out up to five times a day. No minimum amount required. Sign up today at uber.com slash drive now. That's U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. This episode of Tax Season is brought to you by the Loudspeaker Network, home of the great podcasts you should check out like The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal, The Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz, The Combat Jack Show, Angela E's Lip Service, The Friend Zone with Dustin and Asante and Fran, The Vlad Couch with DJ Vlad, and a new one with DJ Envy and his wife Gia, The Casey Crew, a.k.a. All Lives Matter Envy. Make sure you go to SoundCloud slash Loudspeaker Network and listen to all these new podcasts. Be safe, though. This episode of Tax Season featuring Tax Stone was executive produced by Jonathan Mena and Chris Morrow. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.